The message continues. Who am I talking to? Hmm? You are angry because of what your mother-in-law said. Are you married to your mother-in-law? Every failure, if you fail in any place, is because you have shifted your attention on what God wants you to do. And your attention, that is why the athletes training, they tell them, don't look back. If you are running, they look back, they say, it retards your speed. So you must run ahead. You have to look ahead and run. All the things that they are talking that you stop to answer is called distraction. Did you hear what they said about me? I want to come and tell you that the thing they said, it is not really what it is. If you were to go, you have conquered 100 meters. You stop and you lost 100 meters. By the time you come back, your peers are gone. Yeah. If you look at the things I have to think of, do I have time to gossip? No. Don't have time. If you preach over 10 sermons, in a short meeting. Do you have time to gossip? So I finished, I go and sit somewhere. Then somebody said, one day a girl met me. He said, Daddy, Daddy, somebody has said something. Also being a revelation, BOCBB. And I said, they call heavy. He was trying to tell me something. And then the person has recorded in a radio. So he wanted me to pray, Daddy. And they say, he was trying to. And so, Daddy, when he called me, I even thought he has a problem. So I have to listen. I said, my friend, get away from here. I suck him to stand there and listen to something for 20 minutes. When I can study the Bible for 20 minutes. You don't need somebody to say something about you for you to know how God sees you. For instance, for instance, if you come to me and tell me that the devil is afraid of me, I don't need to hear that before I believe. He must be afraid of me because of the Christ in me. Period. Slap somebody by the shoulder and say, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Yeah, you see, you have listened to so many negative things about yourself. It is forming your image. This one said I'm like this. 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 And let me tell you something. In church, people gossip. No. There are, yeah, there are people in church, eh, they can't stop the gossip. It has become part of them. It is the contact for their judgment. Yes, they can't stop it. it, is, it that's what the devil used to stop their blessing. They must renew their mind to stop. They can't stop talking about other people. Do not gossip. You shouldn't say negative things about people when they are not there to defend themselves. Period. Am I making sense at all? Now, but gossip is for people who are idle. I hardly see people gossiping in a developed country. You have bills to pay. You know Africa will behave that way. You can go to your brother's house and eat free and go. No, those countries are not like that. There are people who can marry in the family house and stay in the family house and grow children in the family house. Some people marry, they came to me and they say, I said, why are you going to leave? So the, uh, my, my, my father has given us a chamber hall in his house. I told him, I said, this marriage will not work. I said, you better go and live in an uncompleted building. Marriage will not work. They stay in a house for two months 
And by two months, all his sisters was not talking to his wife. He came back and said, my wife is trying to park and go. I said, I told you. It will not work. It will not It will not work. You better stay in uncompleted building than going to stay in your father's house and a compound house to raise your family. In fact, a contradict scripture, especially you, the man, you will leave your father and your mother and be cleave to your wife. Stay in uncompleted. Start life. You see, it's important to start marital life, the two of you alone. Get compatible. There will be too much interruption. Africa, we love it. Somebody became born again every day, his father's house. Look at somebody say, grow, grow. Tell the person, grow. You have to do what? Grow. If you don't grow and behave that way, it will affect you. Do you know that when I, if you, I take my wife to my hometown, I don't let her sleep in the family house. No, the standard of life we live, they will be jealous. That is why in Africa, anytime you want to move ahead, you must be ready for battle. Everybody can handle that. No. I come going to be a moon yamoti basinu. So, oh, but now because I want to talk for frope. And I'm feeling in Abeja with Chidi. So, I told you yesterday, I get ready to lose some friends. You lose them. And they'll go. Some people are part for your history. They are not part of your destination. They are part of your history. They are not part of your destination. Get ready, especially when you are going up. Because they don't see the way you see. <laughs> Look at someone and say, okay, okay, okay. I know, tell the person, I know by tomorrow I, you can't be my friend again. Because where I'm going, I know you can't go with me. Tell the person, yes, yes, you can. What's the next one? Hmm. The way you speak. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. The way you speak. If you are going to become anything that God has made you, you have to check and be careful what comes out of your mouth. Say amen. amen. A child of God shouldn't talk anyhow. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this man, I have quoted the scripture, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Say that again. He shall have whatsoever he says. Say that with me, everybody. Some of you are not saying, I don't know whether it's pride or hunger. Say that again. Oh, do you believe the word, the Bible? Yes. God said that anything that comes out of your mouth, you honor it. Amen. No, don't clap yet. God said it is honored. If you are not confessing, if you go me call the bumper, and I never go say be ye. To me, who me nyash, I mean, me nimum, you go yeshenya me. But send your corner, dear me, just was a baby. On it. You shall have whatsoever you do, what you say. Listen to what Paul said in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. A very interesting scripture, crucial. Romans chapter 10 and verse number what? 9. Hmm. 
that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised, it is a key for salvation. Let me read from verse number 8. Watch this. Hmm? But what sayest it? The word is near thee. Even in thy mouth and then in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word is near you. It is in your where? Your mouth. Now, watch it. The word is in your where? And it is in where? So it must come from your mouth before your heart will register it. Everybody look at me. Confessing is a very crucial aspect of your work with faith. The word is in our heart and in your mouth. That is the word of faith which you preach. That if you shall say, go to the next verse. Huh? That if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. So to even receive salvation, you must confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart. And if you work for salvation, it can work for prosperity. Yeah. Same principle. The same principle. It can work for any other breakthrough. It can work for any other visitation. If you can say it with your mouth, then you will be qualified to receive it in your hand. One of the things that is affecting your faith work is your negative confession. Consciously or unconsciously. And let me tell you something. Assuming you are sitting here and you unconsciously always say negative things, how do you change that attitude by loading your spirit with the word of God? Because, ah, this is an interesting scripture. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So you cannot speak anything different from what is in your heart. Wow. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. hmm. Hallelujah to Jesus. This is the way a, a prophet prophesied. One of the outstanding minor prophets in the Bible is called Joel. He wrote about the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts of the Apostles. He prophesied what happened in the day of Pentecost. That it shall come to pass in the last days. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall see visions. And your, your old men shall dream dreams. Listen to what he said in Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Beat your plowshares into, into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, Oh, no, you are, let me go to the people. Maybe I find. Joel prophesied and said that in your time, the devil is going to pump a lot of spirit of weakness on people. But don't say what you feel. No, I'm sorry if you are yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> there are some things it can't come out of my mouth. No, it's not possible. I can't say it. I feel very weak. I can't say it. No matter how my body feels, it's not possible. Some of you, anything you feel, you say it. I remember I prayed for somebody. Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. The fact that you still feel the pain does not mean God has not answered the prayer. Do you know what the person told me? He said, mm, Prophet, I had a free habit. 
won't waste my time on you. Man of God, let me tell you, you can never be a contact for God to use to heal anybody who is walking by failing. Mm. If Jesus didn't try, don't listen. Watch this. You can never walk by faith walking by your feelings. Let the weak say, I am what? And let the poor say, I am what? So it means that you can change your poverty with your confession. That is what the Bible is. No middle line. The Bible says, no matter how poor you are, you must start telling everybody you are rich. And when you say what you believe, you will become what you have said. The essentials of walking in the blessing, the way you speak, the way you speak, the way you speak. Now, I'm talking about biblical. Let me even come to normal life. Some girls, if they change the way they speak, they will be married. Yeah. But most of them that we are praying, we release you into matrimonial home and we are binding the demon. We have dealt with the demon. The rest to deal with is character. The way you speak. For instance, I'm going to teach when we are doing the marital conference that the reason God says submit to your husband, you must come to the place and line up a scripture to understand that. The way God created a man, when he meets a woman, there is a natural ego of superiority complex over the woman. So even if you make more money than your husband, because of that hierarchy put there by God, the head of the woman is the man. The head of the man is Christ, and the head of Christ is God. So it's a spiritual hierarchy. If you try to rise above your husband, the marriage will not work. There are two things that will happen. Two things. A very strong-hearted man can decide to divorce or maybe sack you from the house. A Christian who fear what other people will say will manage you, but you won't get his heartfelt attention. So, so many people sitting in a chair, they think their husband loves them, but the guy is managing. He's managing you until either Jesus take you away. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. It's a natural thing. Listen, and everyone, trust me. If you obey what God said, and you submit to a man, and it's true submission, even if it's the devil you are married to, you stay with him. Because that's what God said. The way you speak, how do I know you are not submissive because of the way you speak? are talking to your husband who are shouting on top of your voice. You are speaking wrong. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, one, one great, one of my father, he told me, one of my mentors, he said, Anna, mm, a man will never struggle to give money to a woman who is submissive. Do you know why man labor? Do you know why men labor? Do you know why your husband is not asleep and is working hard? Because of you. It's a natural sequence. You're bred because of a man. Oh no, ma. In fact, that is why in the negative side, when men make more money, they want to multiply more women. 
It is not possible to have money and not get a woman to enjoy it with. It's, your enjoyment is incomplete. That is why Bismarck trying to marry in, is very difficult to accept it. The way you speak, there is a rumor about you in the church. Among the guys, they talk. Ah, which girl was in your car? Oh, that girl in the car. Which one? Oh, that fair colored girl. Hey, be careful. Since you started working, has she been angry? Say no. Say, ah, let's all wait. Then you got angry once. The words that came out of your mouth, you called the friend and said, okay, your prophecy has come to pass. <laughs> he has run away. Quiet. Let, let me tell you, I'm a man, I'm telling you. Every man naturally enjoys a submissive wife. Nothing like that. You, he will put his head on your laps. The way you speak. Listen to the New Testament writer. He said that, let all the young women submit to their husband, honoring them, as Sarah was honoring Abraham and calling him my Lord. So your husband is your Lord, not the judge. No, these are all things in the Bible. And you know, I was saying you are his Lord. Eh? I said, yeah, 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 Lord. In fact, you have to somebody when they call you say, My Lord, then you are coming. No, that doesn't mean give, don't give yourself pet name and all kinds. My wife has a name, different names you call me. Any name you call me, I know what I have done. <laughs> different names. When he calls you Nana, I know. When he says Nase, I know. They want to hear prof, I also know. <laughs> Once he called me, I said, mm. The name make me know how to answer. I prepare myself. Mm. Hallelujah. That's what it is. You suppose the post said, each free marriage life. He said, not the first strife or the first argument. He said, we are enjoying marriage because my wife has never lifted his voice or finger. Even when I've done things, he's supposed to lift his finger. He never. <laughs> it is not natural for a woman to shout. It is not a ladylike behavior. Women naturally talk at a low tone voice. And some of you were, you naturally grew up in an insulting environment. So you need a renewal of the word of God. I'm helping some woman here. So that your next breakthrough, you won't let it go. Amen. You go and misbehave and come and fast. <laughs> and bind demons who are not there. Ah. 
Oh Lord, and may I be a queen, but it's a country trim. It's your character. Because character is not a gift. Charisma is a gift. But character must be developed. So you see, the way you walk in the shoe, and you can say you know how to walk ladylikely. And with steps, it's a certain charisma you have that make you get attracted to men. But there is a time man doesn't just need a beautiful woman. He needs a responsible woman. Today, I am on the men's side. Character is the security of every great destiny. The way an, a prominent person or a president will walk with security guard so that a strange ammunition will not come into air. When you walk with character, you have bodyguards. Character. The security of every great destiny. So when God is going to make you a great pastor, a great woman of God, character. Respect. I told one guy, a lady that disrespects his pastor, when you marry her, you have no star. Character. Do you know something? I am sorry, could have stopped a lot of things in divorce court. I am sorry. The word I'm sorry. That word could have stopped a lot of things from entering a divorce court. A mature woman will tap his husband 12 midnight and say, honey, we need to talk. And he say, I don't know what happened, but I'm very sorry. And now when the issue say, what I did yesterday, I'm sorry. The husband will say, well, I think I was at fault. And he say, well, whatever I did, let me take the brain. I'm sorry. Then everybody say, I'm sorry. They finish the hug. They cement it with a hot fire. I know that one day you know it and you are happy. A lot of marriages could have been saved. Even if you think you, the woman is right. Listen to me. There is a woman in the Bible called Abigail. May the Lord produce Abigails in our generation. He was married to a fool, but he stayed with the guy, submit to the guy, and even save the guy from the sword of David. If David kill you, he kill you for free because he's anointed. Once God didn't stop him, David was going, he said, I will cut that guy into pieces. All this and your yeah, you could have learned it. Look at Abigail's words. He said, King David, and bow. He said, hey, the eye of Israel. The future strength of Israel. You can't share blood. Where you are going is too great. It can be part of your testimonial. I bow down. Please, I came with rice. I came with jollof. I came with this. Leave that my husband. Foolishness is his name. <laughs> no, it's in the Bible. Go and read it. I'm quoting his words. And that, that king, after the guy dies, he said, which woman can be a first lady than this? 
David took Abigail and Mary. He said, we need you in the kingdom. I need such a woman that will give me counseling. I told one woman, I said, Madam, even if you think God has called you, the way you are behaving is not wise. Wisdom is different from anointing and fire. They are two different things. You can be anointed and be a fool. All over the Bible. Make foolish decisions. Wisdom is a different thing. And I told her, I said, you are not operating in a spirit of wisdom. I said, you see, there are some women, international women, they have powerful ministry. They marry, but they couldn't use wisdom to differentiate the responsibility of a wife and a preacher. They lost their marriage. Because you must learn the psychology of a man. They couldn't. So if you're a woman here, you start being preaching, you need grace to operate as a preacher and operate as a wife. And submit to a man you are more anointed than. This is where the devil can trap you. Most of our character problem is rooted in pride that we have not acknowledged. Who dare you to be talking to me like that? Can God use you the way she used me? Marry yourself. <laughs> have you heard this? They say what a man can do, a woman can do. Can you make yourself pregnant? No. Okay, so that, that nullifies that fully statement. You know everything a man can do that a woman can do? No. Learn how to speak well. You know why I'm saying this? Somebody say, but I want to talk some about the man, about the man. No, that's not the problem. Hallelujah. If you marry a man who has a problem, he has a problem. You need wisdom to handle it. Because I checked this and I saw it. I checked it. I, I studied a lot of statistics. Anytime there is a divorce, it affects the woman more. So women must avoid it. Number one. Hmm. When I say affect you, it doesn't affect you in a way that, let's say, because sometimes there are some men you can't continue with them. But however, there's a reason why God says he hates divorce. Even the process of reversing all your documentation. And it, after 10 years, people will still call you by your husband's name. And when the man goes to marry another woman and your children are doing wedding. You see, if you read the Bible and you obey the Bible, you'll be fine. 
Let me tell all of you and all of you are women. There is a sacrificial aspect to make marriage work. And that is where you swallow bitter pain. Wisdom. God is going to kill Nebah all right. But if David didn't meet a wise woman, it was going to be on his testimony that David killed Nebah. You know how I'm talking like this? My eyes just open. There are women here. They might be first ladies of a country. Listen. All the troubles we have had in different countries might not necessarily be the president, but their wives. Richard Robert told me something I will never forget. And don't also forget. He said his father always tells his, his mother. So that Jay said, You have to know that I am the head. One day he said, The mother said, There is something you don't know. I think God didn't teach you, but today I'm going to teach you. I agree you are the head, but I'm the neck. What turns the head? So most of you that are married, you are the one turning the guy. Eh? The president can be going this way. The, the wife will just turn. Because the neck there, no matter where the neck turns, is where the head will watch. You are the neck. That is why it's important that we get this thing into our coconut. And we understand the way you see things. Hallelujah. The way you do what? Is that the point we are making now? The way you, what, what you say. What you say. When the neck begins to turn the head, sometimes I come by what he says. And they ask the Lord a question. Why does... Why is it that we the men will listen to the women so much? The way God answered me, I never thought about it. I thought I knew about it. The Lord said, because they have something you need. You don't want it, you need it. When people wake up, God didn't make them fathers. They say they make themselves fathers. They are suffering. To become an eunuch, it has to be a gift. Apostle Paul one day wrote, don't we have right to carry a sister as a wife? A woman has something a man needs. You see, a car needs a full way to move. So no matter how beautiful the car is, it needs a full way. So they have something we need. Not that we don't want. If you don't want something, it means that without it we can need. But if you need something, you need it for survival. What is the source of the statement I just made? Jesus Christ. And God created everything and saw that it was good. Only one statement came from God's mouth. It is no good that the man should be alone. It means a man needs a woman.
If you are sitting by sister, tell her, we need you. We need you seriously. No, they don't even know how much we need them, I'm telling you. It's no good. The only thing in Genesis God says no good is when a man is alone. Keep being a bachelor. When God says something is no good, you can't make it good. When I see a man who is 35 years and you are not married, I know you are suffering. <laughs> I know you are under that scripture. You can be a pope. <laughs> not the Roman one. I'm talking about charismatic type. It is no good unless you have the gift of what God called them eunuchs. How many people have that gift? In our generation, even those who have that gift, they have renounced it. Yes. <laughs> it is no good that the man should be alone. It's crucial the way you speak. As for me, I don't think extra load. <laughs> you are in trouble. Amen. When you find a wife, you find a good thing. You obtain favor. God reserves a special favor for what you need. After you listen to me, if by next three months you are not married, God doesn't know what to do with you again. Especially if you are above 30 years. One day I was claiming sometimes, say, I will see my children, children, children. The Lord says, shh. And I quoted. Can I hug see his children, children, children? The Lord says, he married at the age of 80. How old are you? <laughs> it moved me to go and marry fast. I was entering my 30s. I married in my early 30s. Do you know why a lot of people want to get car and house and things before they marry? It's because of the way they see the way they see and the way they speak. We attach material things to marriage. So when material things leave, it starts affecting marriage. Don't clap. And you yourself, you are looking for a guy with Hyundai pony to court with. A lot of sisters, when you say you marry them and they see you move their car, Sitting in the car and putting their leg on the dashboard make them feel good. You see, I, I, I see some men get angry with their wife and they say, if you don't take out, pack your things out of this house. Have you heard that statement before? Eh? Between me and mommy, nobody has anything to pack. If I somebody should pack, it should be me. We all grew up from nothing. So what we have, it's not that he came to meet it, so nobody can pack. The advantage. Not all of you should be working for already made. Suffer with somebody. Even if his time is behaving, God will deal with his conscience. There's nothing like I have this, and I, we grew up, we married in a single bedroom. So everything, everything I ever possess or have, he saw both of us in labor to have it. Does not listen. Stop you from marrying a man who has already made, but make sure he fears God. Amen. And I want to throw this as a missile. I'll get into trouble, but I don't care. If the guy already has everything and he doesn't fear God, run away from him. 
making sure baby. back to you Finally, the company you keep. I'm ending with this one. The company you do what? Oh, show me your friends and I can predict your future. Mm. Show me your friends and I can do what? Proverbs chapter 4 verse 14. The company you keep. How many of you want to walk in the essential of God's blessings in your life? What is number one? The way you think. Number two, the way you see things. Number three, the way you speak. Number four, the company you keep. Enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number what? 14. The company you keep. Give me the new international. Let me stay in the NIV for this one. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evil men. Walk in the way of what? Does it mean we can walk in the way of evil men? What are the company you keep? I like the way you are. Even men of God, let me tell you. The company of people you keep affect your ministry. I saw that association is very crucial. You are failing because of the companies you keep. Because I didn't understand, but I have heard God literally tell me, get out of certain group of people. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20. He who walks with the wise grows wise. But a companion of fools suffers harm. Give me, the B- give me different translations. BBE. Give me GNT. Go with wise men and be wise. But he who keeps company with foolish will be broken. Keep company with the wise and you will become wise. If you make friends with stupid people, you will be ruined. Hey! Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall into pieces. I know shit. Uh, Become, try, try answer, try answer. Before you go to Bible. Become wise by walking with what? So let's assume you were a fool. You find company of wise people. The Bible says you become what? Why? Hang out with fools. Hang out with this American English. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall in fall to what? Pieces. Give me the amplify verse. Let me see the way you amplify. He who walks as a companion with wise men is wise. He who walks as a companion with wise men is wise. But he who associates with self-confident fools is a fool himself. And then my Bible. 
There are things in the word of God. And if you take your time to study the word of God, check your association. I'm telling you. You have no business going to another man of God that would discourage you for what you are doing. Don't do that. Don't. Matter is title. No matter his title. Hey. There was a guy, he's called Gabby or something. When they would do the Olympic go, mom kweko musa kokona omirino. He has a, a certain fracture, and then he has some last something to do when I read the thing. But the coach said, Gabby, you can make it. Gabby, you can't make it. Don't give the pain attention. She still went to the thing and got gold. When he finished, he, he was knocked down completely. The pain was so severe he couldn't. But he has already qualified for the goal. Yeah. You need a push. Amen. The word mentor is a word human monitor. Somebody that can look at you and tell you the way it is. When you work with wise men, you'll be wise. Even in church, be careful your friends. The father, people are speaking in tongues does not mean they are wise. Don't hang around people who gossip. It can stop the answer to your prayer. Don't. When they bring it, tell them, I'm not interested. Speak no evil. Hear no evil. Proverbs chapter 2 and verse number 19. None who go to oh. Give me the King James. Let me see something. No, none that go into her return again. Neither take their hold of the path of life. Give me verse 18. Let me see something. For her house inclined unto death. It is talking about the strange woman. Maybe I have to read it from somewhere. But let me end with someone. Blessed is the man that worked not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standed in the way of sinner, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Blessed is the man. Stay in verse 1 and give me the NIV version. Blessed is the man. Mm. Uh, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of the mockers. Message Bible. How well, <laughs> how well God must like you you don't hang out at sin saloon. How well God must like you. You don't hang out in sin saloon. You don't slink along dead end road. You don't go to smart math college. 
This is Bible. Come to my study room. I have a lot of Bibles. You don't go to Smart Mouth College. Hi. The lipstick and same P at Yahoo.com. In the message Bible, if you forget it, you have cut off 10% of your blessing. Don't forget it. How well God must like you, dear. Or say, how well America, and the reason is that one, you don't hang out at Sin Saloon. Until God acknowledges Saloon, but not all of them are proper. You don't slink along dead end road. You don't go to smart mouth college. Don't go there. This is it. Some of you have good character until you enter the church and you join yourself with the wrong people. You were serving God deep down, giving service until you went to sit at the supermarket front there. Oh. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, you will save yourself a lot of trouble when you are not a gossiper. Don't ever talk about people who are not there to defend themselves. Dangerous. If it's a positive things about them, oh, oh, we like that. I like his teaching. I mean, he has been a blessing. He has taught me holiness. You are talking good about the person. Why is that? And the person is not there to defend himself. Miriam and Aaron was gossip about Moses and God heard it. Dead and saloon. Saint saloon and a dead and what? Eh? Smart mouth college. I'm going to look for that college. So many people are in trouble in the chair because they've not shut their mouth. Everything you see, you talk about gossip. You see, now you have gossip. Who gossip? become part of, and some of you can gossip and you even think you are right. Sin salute. Salon and Concorza. How do I know that? Many years ago, I followed my wife to a salon. Okay, in those days, when we married first, I used to go there with her. I'm a cop. Okay, more baby recession and that too. And my bedroom, everything they are talking is about somebody. And they will talk, I will be a tremor. No, be a car. Ah, this time, no. I will not ask him to see you. But we don't mind you. But so no, be a bit of a tremor. Now, if you will tea, I will just sweat. Talk about people. Some of you, you are not married, but you are always talking about marriage people. When will you marry? 
you are sowing wrong seed in your marriage you have never pastored before but when you start lambasting pastors it has replications the bible says if you hold your tongue you have hold your destiny be very careful tell somebody be very careful hallelujah are you hearing what I'm talking about may the Lord bless your efforts and may the Lord show you mercy and may the Lord cause you to walk in the way that pleases him David says search me and know my heart try me and know my thought and see if there be any wicked way me myself I don't know if there is anyone lead me in the way of everlasting I promise you if you change your attitude in 40 days you will be a household name yeah. <laughs> By heart, you know, my child, I mean, who knows this narrative? I don't even know where the English word is coming from. By heart. Now, Kasa, be careful. The Bible says, be slow in speaking, but fast in hearing. It means that don't let your mouth go ahead of your brain. Make sure you think before you talk yourself humility and say let it be your prayer every time Lord clothe me with the mantle of humility deliver me from pride pride I don't know this in me Lord deliver me from it I don't want to have anything to do with pride any area of my life that I'm proud Lord set me free saturate me with the spirit of humility let me walk in meekness and you see God helping you it will it will it will let you go a long way you will become oh man I wish I can tell you this humility oh it multiplies grace oh God resists the pride but he gives more grace to the humble he didn't he doesn't give more grace to the fasting Christian he gives more grace to the fasting Christian that is humble. He doubles their grace. Humility. What is humility? You are even right and you are saying, I'm sorry. Oh, I could have saved a lot. You kill a man's ego when you say, honey, I'm sorry for what I've done. And you know that the guy is wrong. And you rather apologize. She respects you. She honors you. When you argue with your husband and you win, who rewards you? We're talking to some woman. And not the man that I conquered. I want to be conquered. I said, "Me, me, we need to add away." Hey, madam. Me fear me free me banu. Obi an conquer. You see, let me tell you something. This is what is happening. You see, a lot of Christian women, when they marry them and they put the ring in their hand, 
and they came to church and they hear the pastors preach leave with your wife and don't divorce and that you can foolishly conclude that whatever I leave this guy will marry me but when a man gets angry he will stop coming to the church and divorce you no, when you push a man, eh, he can do anything. So, eh, you can push somebody until he renounce Christ and do whatever he wants to do and come back for Christ. <laughs> no, I've seen it happen. Eh? I've seen people who stop church, did something. When they finished, they came back to church and cried. <laughs> Daddy, I'm sorry for what I did. But I worry for friend or the neighbor. Save your life. No. Don't deceive yourself. Don't ever take it. Don't ever deceive yourself to think because they marry you in Christ, you cannot lose your marriage. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Don't ever deceive yourself. And don't think that if you do anything to break your marriage, it means the man is going to hell. We will never encourage divorce. Never. The Bible doesn't encourage it. But you can create that demon. Because there's a limit to what everybody can take. Come. Vice versa. Careful. Hallelujah. Be very careful. Don't take things for granted. You have to have it at the back of your mind that anything God gives you, if you don't hold it and treat it where you can lose it, occupy till I come. Don't ever deceive yourself. I'm telling you. I have seen it happen to pastors' wives. They thought they have arrived. They can live anyhow, and their husband will still marry them. Some of them, they open their eyes, and they are in the other side of Jordan. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, also, I'm telling you. He thought there, oh, the man is a holy man. The man is a righteous man. He can't do it, and the man received grace to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be careful. Hallelujah. Be careful. And some of you, eh, yeah, even there are some women that they've married. They go to the office, they start having romantic conversation with some of their colleagues. And they begin to think that that boy will be better than their husband. You have not married him yet, though. So try, try, to Yeah, it can happen to women. There are some guys they are maltreating their Christian wife because they think that they are trying to do some movement to some girls in the office, and the girl is trying to be romantic and is trying to as if he cares and he's trying to behave as if he's the best angel. But all your relationship is in the office for the six hours you are there. You have never stayed with her in a house alone for one week. The devil, you know. That's how angel now can know. So on your mind, you know the neighbor. I'm going to Might not be a good saying, might not be biblical, but hold on to. You see, that is why all men. Who run away from marriage thinking their wife is bad? Their second marriage, they can't sustain it. Or they will enjoy it because women are the same. Better work it away. Hallelujah. Are you getting some wisdom here today? 
hold it. All the Christian sisters, hold on to your marriage. Respect your husband. Honor him. See it as a see him as a gift of God to you. Sometimes it is even good to congratulate your husband and tell him. One day I saw mommy line up the children and say, Let's go and thank daddy for his sacrifice, helping us to be Christians, taking care of us, and we lack nothing. Thank you. I, I, I thought it was not necessary. So it's my responsibility. I, I, I was saying, say, no, it's not your responsibility because not all men are responsible. Mm. And you could have decided to be one of them. So sometimes, eh, wake your husband up midnight and say, honey, I've always wanted to have this opportunity. I just want to thank you for being there for us. Hmm? You see, psychologists will say that the way you treat people, they stand a chance of becoming the way you treat them. So they say that even if your husband is a bad man and you keep saying that you are the best man, he stands a stand of changing to become the best man. Then keep telling him that he's a bad man. So wake him up and say, honey, I just want to say thank you for being there for us. Thank you for your responsibility. Do you know some woman has married for years, they've never thanked their husband. Now, eh? Of fire, we are. If you friend at ten or no, so you go to America and go in Yamada. Have you sweated before? I'm asking you a question as a father. Yes. I said, no, no, thank you. You don't remember. You do it today. I learned it. I heard of a Nikwejo Chire say it on radio. He has some practical teaching. And I told my wife, I said, girl, let's stay. Or say, Papa, you took me to Kavi. Now, who say both grow? I say, who win you? Or can I say, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe? He spoke it in a geometrical expression. Can I tell you this? Bishop TDJ has a book called Manpower. And one of the statements it's not easy to be a man. It's not easy. I'm telling you. It's not easy. One of the men power conference we went. Somebody asked a question, will I ever be happy? It's not easy to be a man. Yeah. Look at the way they celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day. The one that shocked me was the recent one I saw in America. I went to buy flowers and it was too expensive. And I said, when did they, they say it's Mother's Day? So I asked them, what do you do for Mother's Father's Day? They said they buy tools. <laughs> Go and check if anybody from America. The way they buy flowers in America Mother's Day, or to be a spina, any boat, into one hour time, one idea meal. That is it. That is what I heard. You buy a tool. Pastor Fred is the one who explained it to me and give it to your father. It's not easy to be a father. That is why. That is why when you check centenarians, there are few men. 80% of the people who cross 100 are women. Because the stress a man goes through. Because we are, we, are, we are born that we always want to score points. So we overwork just to keep our family intact.
So when you see him trying, there may be some few men that you say it's not bad. But you, the Christian woman, set an example. One day, wake your husband up and say, honey, I want to appreciate you. It will add some more years to his life. Africa, we don't appreciate. We don't thank. You come under pressure. There is nothing that helps a man and settle the spirit in a few years of being a man than when somebody appreciates you. People didn't know what they were carrying until something happened. You will never know the value of what you have. Thank God for a second chance. This one is a second chance. Some of you, were where you are sitting, you may take it for granted. Until when it's not there and the demons start coming back at you. All the things you do here, it has stopped the demons from coming close. And it has kept them somewhere. Waiting until this thing is not there. And they say, now we have a field day. Look at some of your sisters who left Ghana on fire in America. They have almost backslided. It's not their fault. There is nobody to lead them. What do you do when you go to work and your pastor go to work? And all of you come back on Sunday. What? No. Some of the Jumano, they are so stressful that when they come back, they can't study Bible. You won't have time to preach. It's not that they are not anointed. But the enemy has created an atmosphere that makes them not stay on the sharpened edge. Don't take it for granted. Even start when you are caught. Encourage your men. Tell them. Tell them. Hallelujah. Amen. When you finish your wedding, before you go there, fire, start your honeymoon. Tell the guy, thank you for marrying me. Because I have friends who are still not married. You see, all the trouble we have for us of mommy is because we feel it's our right. If we begin to see things as a privilege, our attitude will change. Listen, until you see me as a gift of God to you, you will undermine me. Not every pastor will do the sacrifice we do. Don't do it. Preaching to morning, afternoon. You think I, I just love preaching? No. A pastor came to church of over thousand something congregation and told them that, well, I've been working for God for some time and I've been a blessing. Thank you very much. I appreciate all of you. I'm tired. And he left. I'm telling you in America. And he left. There's a pastor who came here last time. He came to tell me. He said, I left my church. I'm tired. I was buying something in Walmart. When I pay for the thing, my card reads, Oh, you were a man of God. I said, Yeah, a man of God. So, so what do you do in America? So I came to do a program. I said, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw your poster. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You prophet. Oh, wow. Wow. He buys it. Well, anyway, I used to be a pastor. Go to And they helped me. My friend Anna said, I can't imagine one day I sit and say, I used to be a pastor. Now I said, shop right. Now I talk a little Jesus. He said, and then, I, I, I wish I can engage and ask him what to make you. I asked him, I said, so why are you not pastor? He said, oh, I'm. And he, he I said, I got tired. Can, this ministry, 
both the Greek meaning and the Hebrew meaning for, min, for the word ministry is stress. That's why sometimes even counseling ministry is important because some people, uh, they know you, you can't solve their problem, but they just want somebody to talk to. Sometimes in life, you just want to sit with somebody and download some things on the person. I just want to talk. Sometimes people come to my office and they sit down, I let them talk, talk, they cry, they talk. By the time they finish, you see that they are relieved. The problem is not solved, but it's the relief. Encouragement. All this pastor you hear, church members has bought them play. The way the people may criticize them, but it's an encouragement for them to do more evangelistic work. May the Lord change your perception. May the Lord change the way you see. May the Lord change the way you perceive. And may the Lord prepare you for an encounter this evening. Are you blessed by this way? It will grant you. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra, or telephone, plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.